Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mac and Talk for, it's actually welcome to Mac and Talk number 48 for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I am your host, facilitator Chanel Allen, and I will be with you to for everyone, this is an open form Q&A for anyone with Mac questions. Whether you're just getting started and need some help learning voiceover, or maybe you haven't even gotten started yet and you're trying to figure out if the Mac is the right device for you. Or you could be a longtime Mac user with a question about an app or feature. For whatever reason, I am glad that you are joining us either now live or later on via the podcast recording. Before we get on to your questions, though, I would just like to spend a minute telling you about how you can find out about all the other things we have going on at iBug Today. The best is our website, which is iBugToday.org. Most importantly on there, you can sign up to become a member. Membership is free and participating in all of our events is free. And by signing up, you will get on the email list to be notified of all of our upcoming events. Um, you can also learn more about us, who we are, and what we do. And you may view and listen to recordings of our previous workshops. Um, there's also a page that shows upcoming events. And July's have not been posted there yet, but they will be. On the iBug site, you will also find a Macintosh link. And under that, you will be able to find my contact info, as well as to get onto the Macintosh email list, which is a great way for those of us um, using Macs to ask questions and discuss things. Um, we are also on social media. We have a Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash iBugToday. And that's another interactive way to exchange information and ask questions in between all of our events. And our announcements are posted there as well. On Twitter and Instagram, we can be found at iBugToday. Um, and Twitter is great for all the up-to-date Apple news, rumors, and more, in addition to our announcements. We are on YouTube. If you just look for iBug Today, you will find us there. One of the things on our YouTube channel is a playlist of videos from previous Mac training courses. We also have podcasts. If you look for us in any of your podcast apps or smart speakers, you can ask them to play iBug Buzz, iBug Mac and Talk, iBug Cafe, and iBug Apple Workshop. And all of those are the names of many of our events, which, um, as I said, June is winding to a close. And the first week of July, we will be kind of taking a little time off to accommodate both the American Council of the Blind and National Federation of the Blind Conventions. iBug is having um, places, get-togethers there and in both those places. So um, ask for those details if interested. But we do have a movie this Friday, June 30th, beginning at 7.30 with the pre-movie social, followed by the movie at 8, which is Dead Poet Society, and a discussion. And then... We will have a movie next Friday as well, July 7th. And we have a very special iBug Cafe. We're all, well, they are all very special, but this one occurs on Sunday, June 9th from 
from 4 to 6 p.m. And in the iBug cafes, we take a topic and delve into it in further detail, like an app or group of apps. And this month's will be on artificial intelligence. And again, for more info about our other upcoming events, like we have Trekkie Talk, we have um, iBug Android Insight. So yes, we talk about those Google devices. Uh, we have uh, the Vila Book Club. We just have a ton of other things. So be sure to look at our website for those details. And now is the chance for us to go around and say who we are. We were doing a little bit of that before the call. Who we are, uh, where we're from, and for anyone who is new, tell us that and uh, how you heard about iBug or the Macintosh call. I will start. I am Chanel, and I'm currently in Marysville, headed back to Houston. And well, this is Macintosh number 48. So I've been here doing this, I guess, 48 times. So who would like to go next? This is this Pete. Is Brad. I'm in Dallas. Welcome, Brad. And Pete, it was starting to talk. Yeah, um, I'm just getting ready to say, wow, 48 times. And that's once a month. So that's 48 months. Yeah, it said, well, the previous one said 47. So this one is 48. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's isn't that four crazy? Four years, Chanel. Yeah. Well, yep. anyway, glad to be here. Thank you. Glad to have you. Priscilla from Arlington. Priscilla, nice to have you too. Good to hear your voice. How you doing? Thank you. I'm doing well. Good. Misty from New Jersey. Welcome back, Misty. Glad to have you. Uh, this is Vincent in New Jersey as well. Oh, right. Welcome, Vincent. Thank you. Ted Harper in Dallas. Welcome. You said your name is Ted? Ted Harper, not the other Ted. <laughs> okay. And so I assume, are you new? No, I'm not new to iBug. I might, I think I'm new to this particular uh, uh, episode. So okay. For lack of a better word. Um, well, we're glad to have you. Thank you. This is Mary Ellen. Oh, sorry. Mary Ellen Earls from Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, I heard about iBug from the podcast for Tech Talk, and oh, great. this is my first session with you all, and thank you very much. Wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad you found us and that you came. Yay. Oh, we love getting new people. And and Lynn, I think I heard Lynn Yes, as well. you heard me. I'm in Pennsylvania, and I know Sanja from another, two other groups I'm in, and great. so I... I did um, participate in a couple of iBug things, but the, this is the first of what interested me in this one is that um, I work at Apple selling Macs. So oh. um, I recently am trained on all the new Macs and matching people to the best Mac for them, you know, like helping them decide. Oh, awesome. Yay, so you can help us answer those questions. <laughs> I, I would be delighted to if, if I'm not Wonderful. intruding. Get, call on me if you want my answer, I guess, because I don't want to jump in and interrupt. Yeah, well, that actually, a, how, oh, so sorry, go no, ahead. I'm just saying awesome as well, an Apple employee, cool. 
Thank yeah, you. and the way we do things is somebody will ask a question and then anyone is willing to, or anyone is um, able to contribute. We say our names first and, and uh, wait to be acknowledged. But yeah, okay. the floor is open for any questions. So we're happy to have you and oh, happy great. to have everybody. Yeah, Thank you. thanks, Lynn. Um, Myrna Voda, if you guys can hear Hi, me. Hi, Myrna. Yeah. I, um, from Brooklyn. I mainly have focused on PCs. I've taught assistive technology and uh, worked for humanware as tech support. And I'm oh, trying great. to get back into really getting to, you know, really, really, I want to get really good with Mac. I always wanted to teach it, never had the opportunity. I left oh. it for a while, but I'm getting back um, into it. And believe me, I got questions. <laughs> So okay, wonderful. Here. We like questions. Yay. Okay. We're happy to have you. Anyone else? Hi, this is this is Brian in Tempe, Arizona. And I just took part in the mentoring program for the iPhone. Uh, and I love my MacBook, but I've never taken this one, this class, you know, for Mac Talk. Okay. Well, we're happy to have you. Wonderful. Um I'm glad that you benefited from the the um, iBug, the mentoring program for your iPhone. So glad to have you. And who else do we have? Who has joined the meeting. Okay. Well, if anyone wishes to speak up, then we have the whole time. But for now, I'd like to open it up to questions. As I said a few minutes ago, if you have a question, just say your name and wait to be acknowledged. And then I'll give you the go ahead and you can ask. And similarly, when you respond to somebody, just wait to be acknowledged. And that will really help keep things running smoothly. And we won't talk over each other, although I do understand if we all get excited and enthused. But let's Try to keep order. So who has our first question? Oh, I see. Okay, so we don't do raised hands, but um, Ted, you're welcome to ask your question if you'd like. I <clears throat> Thank you. I wasn't sure if we did that or not. Yeah, no, I know. That's a little bit different, but we don't do raised hands in these. Yeah, I uh, currently... I've, since November, I've have a 27 inch iMac, and I'm running, of course, the most current system, the Ventura, <clears throat> all updated. And my question is, for resources outside of, of this group um, to train me how to use the Mac more efficiently, I've been poking and prodding, and I've been successful, but I have a lot of questions that I spend a lot of time on tech, the Apple uh, support and the Apple accessibility, depending on what my need is. Uh, is there a good resource? Like it, does the, I'm going to call it the, the Apple store. Does it have like tutorials and things that could walk you through certain basic operating? I'm also using a Microsoft keyboard. So uh, my commands are a little, are, well, they're different. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, should I answer that? Well, if you want, so you can just say your name and then answer. Okay. Okay, this is Lynn. Yep, go ahead, Lynn. Uh, okay, so my store is in Pennsylvania. And I don't know, I'm going to speak for my store, and I'm assuming all the other stores do the same thing. But for sure, we all have something called Today at Apple. And today at Apple are free classes. So you would go to apple.com slash today. And you would look at what classes they have at our store. 
every Friday we have accessibility classes. Mm -hmm. So um, in the past, people who wanted to learn voiceover would come in and I would help them. But um, I just had a customer call and ask for me. And I was told that now the way we're doing things is to tell them that on Fridays we have accessibility sessions. And that's all I know about that because I was just told today. So um, I would say, I don't want to get myself into trouble, but working for Apple, I have not learned a lot about voiceover there. I've learned more through my own on my own with groups I'm in and friends that I have mm -hmm. they they they're really good at teaching like with the Mac they have um, Mac basics or iPhone basics or what I know they have about the Mac that's uh, is about the passions like art and music and things like that uh, as well as the basics as far as voiceover or is that what you're interested in voiceover well, I'm. Thank you for uh, telling me as much as you have. I'm a little hesitant for voiceover on the Mac quite yet. It's still a hate-love relationship on the iPhone, but but I have gone oh. to one of their trainings, and it just I didn't you know I just kind of haphazardly I, I scheduled my appointment and, and went in there, and I sat on a little wooden cube with a with you know my with a whole other people, a lot of people that had, you know, full vision. And uh, right. I didn't realize that I'm glad to hear that now they they might have an accessibility session because for basic stuff, there were a few people that were way ahead of me, but for some basic stuff, yeah, they were helpful, but it was a little overwhelming. And at the time, my store here in Dallas or the one I go to didn't have, um, couldn't do one-on-one -on -one or five, five to one or four to one. Right. <laughs> right. Right. The so, way they're doing it now is that we're directing people that want to learn anything to our today at Apple classes. Okay. So they're all free. They're all free. And, um, I was thinking of taking one, if I could fit it into my schedule at work, um, to take the basics to see what it's like, because it would apply to um, everybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, thank you for sharing that resource. Um, I'm going to just interject and uh, one resource that I found invaluable. I'm kind of a do-it-myself learner, but I really, you know, and the the guides, there's a website called Apple This. That's Apple, A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S dot com. And they have a whole section of their website called Getting Started with the Mac. And the guides are written um, primarily from a voiceover perspective, Although, you know, there are other people on the site, I think, who do use the low vision and other accessibility features. But uh, that's really, I teach a Mac training course. And for the kind of homework assignments, I give the students the articles to read on Apple This or podcasts to listen to. 
Um, so that's what really helped me. I don't know. Does anyone else have any resources you'd like to share of things? That Wait, help I, have yeah, one more. I have one more. This is Lynn. Um, let, okay. Um, well, let me hold on. I've got it. So we're going to go with Pete and then we will go with Lynn. So Pete, go you. ahead. Sure. Um, Chanel, I wanted to put a plug in for your classes, uh, recordings, the archives that are on YouTube. Uh, and again, that's youtube.com slash Facebook slash groups slash iBug today. Is that what it is? Well, I think <laughs> if they just have an easier yeah, time yeah. going to YouTube and looking for iBug today. Go to iBug today on YouTube. And again, yeah. all of the uh, different uh, product lines, which would include Mac and Talk and the Mac training class, uh, as well as the iBug Buzz and all the various different product lines, they're in a, their own playlist. So if you go into the YouTube channel and click on playlist, and you can do this on your phone. What was your name? Was it Brian? I think you said it was Ted. Hey, I'm sorry, Ted. Uh, but yeah, and you can go in there and, and there's a YouTube app. It's free on your iPhone and very easy to use. But go into the playlist and you'll find the Mac, and, Mac training class and uh, all of her classes, individual episodes, lessons from previous classes are there. And uh, they're great. They're in very, very great detail. And you can pause them and replay them and rewind them and listen and really learn everything uh, at your own pace. Um, and now I was confused whether because you said you you didn't really use voiceover. Are you do you have well, vision? Just I do have some vision. I have twenty four hundred mm -hmm. out of one mm -hmm. eye, and it's the the field is very distorted. So right, <laughs> it well it sounds like I you do use to learn I do use the voiceover on yeah. the phone. I have one of these. Um, <clears throat> on the phone, I have a floating kind of a, a toggle switch. I forget what it's actually called, but when I get backed into something, I know I can always get out. When voiceover doesn't seem to want to. I'm not giving voiceover the right command. Right. And so I can back out. But yeah, I'm getting better. I haven't, that rotor drives me crazy, but it, it, it I'm getting more accustomed to it. Uh, I finally figured, big news, I finally figured out two, two finger swipe down and it reads the whole thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, you think you're, 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 you're listening very hard on like a word document i do have uh, office suites on for mac and i was it was just so frustrating where am i going where am i going and i've i've already purchased an, a trackpad for the imac it, um, and i have uh, so i'm i'm getting ready to migrate myself over to i can use the swipes just like on the phone and you know it's all pretty it looks like it's going to be intuitive, but there's a lot of basics that I need to understand beforehand. And this is valuable. All, both you and Lynn have given me, already given me tons. Yep. And I haven't forgotten about you, Lynn. Uh, go ahead. Oh, thank you. I was just going to mention, and I can't wait to see your um, YouTube things. I, that sounds great. Uh, I just it is audio only. I mean, there's a video, yeah, for, but fine. it is audio only. So Yeah, yep. I okay. wouldn't be able to see if it was video um apple has youtube also i have not visited it but i'm told that um anything you want to learn is there on apple yeah. products wonderful 
All right, thank you. And um, that's a great question to get us started with, Ted. Keep coming back and asking your questions. Who else would like to ask the next question? Um, I'll, Myrna, if you can hear me, can you? Yes, Myrna, Good. go ahead. Okay. Good. Yep. I'm never sure on this whether I'm muted or I'm muted. I know, it can be play. tricky sometimes. And sometimes it'll say you're, that you're muted and you're not muted, and that, but anyway. Um, so what happens, God knows how I get into this, but I'm doing something and all of a sudden I hear character palette. And sometimes oh. I can escape and I can get out of it. But sometimes, and it was doing it tonight, and it was driving me crazy. How did I get into it? How do I get out of it? Okay. Who would like to answer that question about getting in the character palette? All right. It, so what? I was going to say, what device is this with? It's on the Mac. It's on the, it's, I have a. Only on the Mac. Air. Okay. And remember. Yeah, and I'm it's sorry, Brad. when you're asking, okay, go ahead, Brad. I think it's, I don't use it that much. I believe it's command, period. Because I don't think, Brad, I'm doing it. I mean, all of a sudden, unless yeah. somebody's triggering on the trackpad, because I have to be very careful now. I've got to keep my hands off this thing because all of us, all sometimes this thing will start talking at me. And I say, you know, and I'll, I'll even, I've gone so that I've even, you know, made sure trackpad commander's on and then muted the speech because I'm thinking I don't want to disturb the, you know, a meeting. But I don't know how this happens and how in the world do you get out of it and escape, why? I think. Uh, well, this is Chanel and I'm going to, yeah, escape sounds yeah. good. But okay. I think what happens is when you press the function key, the FN key, mm. um, yeah. it's getting, it tends to toggle on. I've noticed this on some M1 and M2 Macs helping people. And I am I think you actually have to go into keyboard and function keys um, to turn it off. Keyboard is in system settings. Right. And um, I don't remember though what the exact thing is there because I don't have an M1 Mac. Um, I can, I will try, um, I know my husband helped somebody recently with that, and he should be on this call a little bit later. So we yeah, can. Yeah, Herbie, where are you? <laughs> yeah, we can ask him. Um, but it is, it's definitely, you want to go into system settings and then you go to keyboard okay. and then uh, shortcuts and then probably function keys. Okay, because this is an M2. So yeah. It, yeah, I have, I hadn't seen it on a former, I haven't seen it, you know, when I had a former um, air, but when I got the, um, when I got this one, which is on, which is the M2, now I see it. Also, another thing that will pop up, it's something about one note or something dialogue like that too. Oh. Another thing that'll pop. I don't know. Yeah, like you're taking a quick note. I yes, think no, the main note. exactly. I don't so know the main happens. thing to do. I don't know if this will help with that, but changing once also you get into function keys, making the behavior as standard function keys. So um, it, there should be an option that says use F1, F2, etc. Yeah, as standard function keys, and that needs to be checked. Okay. Yeah, and because you don't want, I mean, if you don't have that, then you have to hold down the FN for, you know, anything that you're, you're doing with, with the function, but you don't want to. So I've changed that so that, you know. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. You've done that already. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, the one of the first things I've. That's yeah. Bad. Okay. So yeah. that, yeah, then don't undo that. Then, yeah, then I think um, 
it must be the quick note must be i wonder what is this is brad go ahead brad well i know for one if you if you happen to drag your mouth to the lower right corner that will bring up a little uh like a little context menu thing anyway it allows you to hit enter and it'll open one but there is a keyboard command and i'm trying to remember if it's command q or command option q it involves a q i never use it okay. but i know it's there yeah because the trackpad there's no i wish i could turn the trackpad off i can turn the trackpad commander off right what i'm probably getting into trouble with is because you know, you're, you don't mean to touch the trackpad. No. It's down there. Um, this is Lynn. Can I say yes, how to turn ahead, the trackpad off? Oh, Lynn, I would love you forever. Uh, well, all you have to do is hit the VO keys, control option, and twist on the trackpad. No, so that'll turn twist. the commander. That'll turn the commander off. No, I want to turn this. No, the trackpad. No, that turns the trackpad off. Um, well, voiceover. maybe it from, yeah, it turns it off for voiceover, but it's still, you can still bump yeah. the trackpad yeah. unintentionally. And so I think what she wants is to make it so the trackpad is totally unresponsive. Am yeah, I correct? Is on a PC, like on a PC, you yeah. can, some of the PCs, you go in to, you know, devices and you, and you can turn, you have an option that you can turn it off, but the Mac, I haven't ever seen anything. Where go ahead, well, Brad. This is, I believe, I'm not done this. My newer Mac isn't as bad about this. My older ones, it's like the trackpad could almost feel the heat of my hand. I didn't even have to touch it. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. would do something crazy. Um, I want to say there's something in um, accessibility under trackpad where you could set it to where if you have a USB um mouse or something like that plugged in it okay. will disable that's similar to what they've had on windows for a long time yeah yeah so what but, i could do but yeah. you're correct other than that there's no way to turn it off the vo and uh, rotor clockwise on counterclockwise off that only turns trackpad commander but i that find turns voiceover off no, it doesn't. No, All right, so then we're going to do this call one at a time, please. And Brad was anyway, speaking. I, I find okay. that if I move my mouse to a neutral part of the screen, which generally means the left-hand edge around in the middle. Now, of course, you can't see it. So how do you know it's there? Take your finger on the trackpad, run it to the upper left corner, and then drag down. And you, because you don't want it up near the menu bar, that causes crazy stuff to happen. But yeah, if you just drag it down and off, off to the left hand edge of the screen, that tends to be a pretty inert place on the screen. Now, can you do it? You have to turn trackpad commander on, Brad, to do it, or can you? Turn no, I never, I never turn trackpad so commander on. So it's on. off, and you just put it, go drag it down from the top to like maybe leave it on the bottom left or something like that. I just move it, yeah. I'm going to try that. I mean, it's a it's an acquired thing. You'll mess up every now and then, but at least if it's just over the desktop, worst thing that happens is you make the desktop active. Okay. Yeah, that might solve my problems because it's driving. And the other thing I wanted to tell Ted, Ted, there is one other source 
Um, you're going to have to pay for it a little bit. But John Panarese has a site called Mac for the Blind. And on that site, John's done some tutorials. Um, he's done them a while ago, but this, you know, this they'll still be okay. Um, and they're with voiceover though. So it's a couple of them are free, but he's done some tutorials and he's done something called Apple Slices and, and they're good. I mean, it, John's, John's pretty good. Definitely. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Okay. So let's go on to our next question. Misty. Who has the next one? Misty. Hello? Misty. Oh. Yes, go ahead, Misty. Um, I need to know, there is times when I um, uh, upgrade my software on my Mac, and then when I go to close it down and everything and reopen it, it'll say that I need to upgrade my software. It's, and I said, I already did that. So I was wondering if I'm hitting something wrong or. Can you tell us how you're upgrading? Like, where do you go to upgrade, to update your Mac? Um, I go to general to the software. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's there's actually, yeah, there's general and then software update. So your computer huh, um, is saying then that you still need an update yeah. yeah when i close it out and then i open it back up it'll say um need to upgrade your software and i'm like i just did that hmm. okay does anyone um uh, have any ideas on why misty's computer might be doing that Okay. Brad? Yeah, Brad, go ahead. It's possible that she's going to software update and she's clicking the button to download it. You usually have to agree to the, you know, terms. Yeah. And you may even get a second dialogue. Mm -hmm. Although it doesn't seem to it does it a little different now with Ventura. But sometimes then once it's downloaded, there's another button that'll say install now or restart now or something. So mm -hmm. it may be that there's a second step you're missing. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm, that could be. So um, maybe you can give that a try. Just okay. pay attention to what what the thingy, what the voiceover is saying and what's happening. Um, and let us know if that works for you. Okay. All right, who would like to ask our next question? Uh, it's Mary Ellen Earls. Hi, Mary I, Ellen. I was just going, I was just going to add to the resource for the oh okay learning the Mac. There, there, there's a book from National Braille Press by Janet Ingber, and I believe it's called Mac Basics. Mm -hmm. And 
it doesn't it doesn't look like much when you start to read it, but this book is just jam-packed with all kinds of information. And I think it's about $20, but it's very, very well worth having. That sounds right. Yeah, I'd gotten that a long, long time ago. Thanks for reminding us of that. Awesome. Um, I don't know if, I wonder if what the latest one is that she's done. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to take a look at that. It's a, it's a couple of years old, but I think I wouldn't be surprised uh, if she didn't come out with something, you know, either this year or next year. Because she right. updates this every couple, every few years. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks for sharing. And who would like to ask our next question? Hi, this is Brian. Yes, Brian. Well, I think I need a little pep talk from maybe you, Janelle, or, or others, but I am a, I have a M1 MacBook Air. I love it, but I'm very hesitant, except for security issues, which I know are important. I'm hesitant to, uh, to upgrade. So I'm back on Monterey, and I want you to talk to, just talk to me a little bit. This, well, it's sort of a question. Uh, let me just tell you, I, you know, I have kind of a conviction that Apple's really great. It does. We all know it does great with blindness products and voiceover is fantastic, but we also know they're in the money-making business and they come out with so much stuff, so many changes all the time. And, uh, and I'm just not one on the, I like technology, but I don't love it. And I, I'm not a techie. So I just stopped uh, upgrading a while back because I just couldn't keep up with all the changes. I have enough problems dealing with the, you know, the Mac as it is, let alone how it will be. And I'm a year or two behind, but uh, so I'm just, it's sort of a question to say, can you talk me through why I don't, I'm forget the OS that it's on. Uh, I'm in Monterey. What, what is it? What is it on now? Oh, I'm actually blanking on the name. I thought anyway. I don't, yeah. Ventura. Oh, we are in Vent yeah Ventura. There you go. Ventura. So, you know, I don't keep up on all the changes, but what I do know is some of the changes really move the some of the uh, things that I'm accustomed to around. Thankfully, the iPhone helped me prepare. I know that for the changes in the Mac. But can can either any of you uh, talk to me a little more about upgrading and do you find it as intimidating as I do? Some of you wouldn't, of course, to uh, to upgrade into some of the new OS features that, honestly, I'll be honest, I'll never use them. I mean, yeah. I still, I do all my editing of notes and classroom things on text edit. I don't even mess with pages. That's what I use. Text edit great, is great. awesome. So so can you, Janelle, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to appeal to you first. You, I mean, a lot of smart people here. I just like a little talk about this and say a few words or what do you think I should do and and tell me why. First this of all, Brad. oh yeah, go ahead, Brad. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You go ahead, say what you're going to say. Well, Thanks, I was Brad. just going to say, first of all, I can understand. I mean, I think you're doing awesome. Just even, you know, wanting to use the Mac and wanting to learn. And I, I think I get where you're, I mean, I can, I, I do like to embrace new technology, but um, I, I think, I think you're doing awesome. And, 
What is one nice thing about the Mac is that really the OS things are definitely more incremental than they are in other systems. Mm, Like, you know, iOS is kind of sometimes can introduce more changes. Windows can introduce bigger changes, but the, the, Probably the biggest, I, I mean, but let's see what Brad has to say. But that that's what came off to the top of my well, head. I already so like Brad, Brad yeah. go ahead. Keep it going. Well, <laughs> I think the number one reason to update is security update at Puzzle yes. Fixer. Okay, that mm-hmm. said, I've been using a Mac for a little over 10 years now. And I find that there is always something. There's always something that is a little wacky or a bug. Apple does their best to fix them. Uh-huh. There are things with Monterey that weren't perfect. Uh, there are things with its predecessor, Big Sur. Right. Uh, but mostly it kind of has to do with getting used to something new. And there aren't that, like Chanel said, it's not that different from one version to another. Um Text edit you mentioned. I can't think of anything that's really changed in text edit. No. In the ten years I've been using mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. there may be something that I've missed, but I didn't use it. That's why I missed it. Uh, the big difference <laughs> <That's right. laughs> from Monterey to Ventura is Apple is under a um, initiative now to, in some ways, make the Mac a little bit more like the iPhone, so that when people who are coming from the iOS environment, they're a little bit more familiar territory. And one of the things they did is they changed system preferences. They changed what they call it, but a name is just a name. They now call it system settings. Mm -hmm. But what they did is they rearranged the interface. And I don't know if you've ever used an iPad, but when you open... And that's why they call it settings now instead of preferences. Because settings is what it's called on the iOS and iPad OS. So on an iPad, because the screen is bigger, you have a column on the left that has all your settings categories and a little search box at the top of that left-hand side. And on the right are the uh, actual settings, the details for that category that you selected on the left. Now on an iPhone, hand side and right hand side, you get a categories list. And when you pick one, then the whole screen changes to the details for that settings category. But that is the one thing they did. Uh, so somebody like me who'd been using it a while, it was a bit of a learning curve. Uh, to get used to how they rearrange the furniture. But uh, fortunately, I don't know if you know how to use the uh, shortcut menu. The shortcut Mm -hmm. menu has always been where you could uh, go to the uh, um, system settings or prior to that, it was called system preferences, icon in the dock, open the shortcut menu, and there were all the categories and it was more than there were on on, on the main list because you have categories that some of them are inside other categories. And it's very much the case now that they've made it, they've done the rearranging. And I can find, for example, software update is inside general, but in that shortcut menu, 
you don't have to go to general to find software update. It's in the S's. So, and then there are some other little things. I, I was looking for something the other day. No, never mind. That was in lunch bar. Um, but anyhow, um, other than what they've done to system settings, you, you know, the way vo voiceover works, they've added some little things to voiceover. Somebody pointed out to me they did something that's good for people to do coding. It now will alert you to white spaces, but that's a nitty gritty thing down in the details. But most of it, voiceover commands, Mac OS commands, is not that much different from Monterey to Ventura. But like I said in the beginning, the big thing to do updates is security updates. Yeah, no. These are big operating systems. There are really smart, um, you know, um, um, nefarious people out there who figure out holes in the operating and how they can take advantage of something. Mm -hmm. And Apple fixes them as soon as they find them. So that's one reason that you not only you want to update from one major version to another, but within your current version, when there's a, a minor uh, point update that comes out, you want to do them. Thank you a lot for all of that. And may I just ask quick, Janelle, one little uh, yeah. uh, sort of housekeeping thing. Am I safe to, uh, since I am in Monterey, to move to the current, well, I'm in 12.6, I think. So I don't know what it is. Am I safe to just zoom right into the current <laughs> OS? Yes, indeed, you are. Okay. And if you want to try out that shortcut uh, menu command that Brad was talking about, uh -huh. it's VO Shift M. So the control option or caps lock Shift M. So you would do that when you go to your dock and you look for. Okay. Yep. It. So you, yeah, you should definitely. I I don't know. I I think. <laughs> I think the upgrade would just be one thing and you're done, but it might yes, it upgrade is. you. What? It is. It It'll is. It'll take okay. you from whatever version in Monterey or to the current Ventura, which is 13.4 uh, right now. Okay, yep. got it. 13.4.1. Right. That was really great. Thank you. Um, thank you, Brian. That was a great question. Who would like to ask our next question? This is Dot. Yes, Dot. Um, I think I just found out how to disable the trackpad when oh. when the when the mouse is present. When mm -hmm. you have a mouse connected, you don't need the trackpad anymore. So uh, what you do is you go to system settings, and then accessibility. And then you uh, head over to point control, and then there in there. And then there's an option that say ignore built-in trackpad when mouse is present. Okay. It's like That's it. PC, Very good. There's something on the PC like that as well. And then uh, you can toggle that on or off. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for that info. You just got to attach the USB mouse to I, it. <laughs> Keep yeah. it. Yeah. This is Brad. Yes, Brad. That's the one I pointed out earlier, which means yeah. when mouse is present means when you have a USB yeah, mouse plugged in. Yeah. So when a USB mouse is plugged in, it disables the trackpad. Okay. And you can do oh. that by even, of course, all these things have USB-C now. So you're going to have to have an adapter. But you can even plug in a little dongle from a Logitech mouse. And you don't even have them have to have the mouse nearby or turned on. 
Just that dongle oh. being plugged in will make the computer think there's a mouse plugged in. Oh, and you can get you away go. with that. This is about one of those mouses. They're not cheap. No, that's the problem. Well, they're, you know, not cheap. I mean, they're 15, 20 bucks for a cheap one. Right. Okay. Yeah, Dot, go ahead. So I uh, just want to confirm. Uh, so you can plug the mouse through a, what do you call it? A, a dock or something? Or, dongle. Or a little, a dongle. Adapter. Okay. Now it still works? It's, will the mouse work? Yeah, I mean, uh, when you plug you plug the mouse uh, through a uh, uh, either a dock, a USB dock, or a dongle, whatever, and it still works, it, right? Yes, it just turns a, a device with a USB A plug. It's just an adapter that'll change it to where it can plug into a USB C, uh, you know, um, um, port. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that's what I found out. Yeah. Uh, right. Ignore building trackpad. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Great question and great research. All right. Who would like to ask our next question? This is Pete. Yes, Pete. Uh, are AirPods fair game to ask about? I know it's not a Mac. We'll go if they if you're asking how they work with the Mac or about something to do with the Mac, maybe. Otherwise, um, <laughs> there are no other well, yeah, questions uh, right now. So, what's in twenty five words or less? How do I pair them to the Mac? Okay. Uh, who would like to? Who knows about pairing your AirPods? Brad? Yes, Brad? If you've paired them with your iPhone, they're already paired with your Mac, provided that your Mac and your iPhone are signed in to the mm -hmm. same Apple ID account. Cool. They are. If, yeah. you, if you go to the menu, uh, status menu area in your menu bar, find right. sound uh, and arrow, yeah. open, open that menu and the arrow down, you should see, or Bluetooth, excuse me. Yeah, then maybe it's sound too. But in Bluetooth, you'll find them, and if you select them via spacebar on them, they will. It will change. It will you know connect them, cool. and they become your default sound source, which is why so I was thinking about command, the sound menu. Command M M is the menu you're talking about. Yes, and then when you navigate, you'll find yeah V O V O M two times two times right. on the M, right, and you should find them. Now, there is a nifty little utility that I've demoed in here once before. You can get it in the app, Mac App Store. It's called Tooth Fairy. Tooth and Fairy. Right? Tooth Fairy. And I can't remember what it costs, $4.99, $5.99. It's not much, okay? When you install this, you can go in there and you it, it'll work with any Bluetooth device, but I use it for AirPods because I'm an AirPod junkie and have several different types of AirPods. Yeah, no. uh, You can set a keyboard command that will allow you to just hit a keyboard command and it will connect your AirPods to that, to your Mac. Okay. So yeah. if you've been using them on your iPhone and right. you hit this keyboard command, it'll automatically connect them to your Mac. 
Sweet. And uh, of course, I recommend going into the Bluetooth settings for your AirPods Pro on the Mac. And there's, a, there's some settings in there. One of them is connect to this device automatically or connect to this device when last connected. That's the one you want. Because if not, the things have a mind of their own and they will just automatically connect from one device to another, whether or not that's what you want them to do. Cool. So change that setting. All right. To automatic. And, okay. No, to when last connected. When last connected. That way, if you're using them on your other device, your iPhone, and your Mac is nearby, and you start to do something, they don't just automatically connect, because maybe you don't want them to connect. Yeah. Now, on the transparency, is there a such a thing as like a reverse transparency um, or, uh, I'm sorry, reduce? Is there a way to set them as if they're like uh, hearing aids where the, the uh, microphones amplify external sounds? This is Brad. Yeah, Brad, mm -hmm. go ahead. There is with the iPhone, but not with the Mac. Okay. And isn't that support coming to the Mac or some hearing aid support is coming to the I Mac? Think, I think that is when you have hearing, real hearing aids. Oh, okay. That are right. able to connect to a Mac through Bluetooth. Oh. Some hearing aids, like the one I have, Resound, require an app to connect. They don't connect through the Bluetooth settings. They do connect through Bluetooth, but you have to use the Resound app. So if yours are like... Those I don't think they'll work with the Mac, but no, don't have hearing there are others that just connect like a Bluetooth device. And I believe the Mac is now starting with um, Sonoma, the next one, Mac OS 14. I believe that's what it will support is, is hearing aids that way. They call mm -hmm. them MFI, made for iPhone. So um, the MFI hearing aids will work with the Mac. That's I was just said, wondering if I could sit in front of my TV and get amplified TV external sound coming in through those AirPods. Bro. What you can do is there's a device from you can buy it from Amazon. A company calls uh, called Twelve South. They make a device called an AirFly. It is a Bluetooth transmitter. And they may have an older one and a newer one. I can't remember what the name on it is. I have the older one. I've had it for a few years. Um, and you plug it into the headphone jack and it mm, broadcasts right. Bluetooth. Cool. And you can pair it with probably with AirPods. So yeah. AirPods are tricky to pair with things that aren't Apple devices. So yeah. cool. I use some Bose headphones with that thing. But it can right. be done that way. Okay. Thank you both. Awesome. Great info. Okay. Who would like to ask our next question? <coughs> Bless you. Hello, this is Lynn. Yes, Lynn. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say something about the last conversation um, about live listen. Do you know about live <coughs> listen? Bless you. Do you know about live listen? No. So, Okay, so if you go into settings, into uh, control center, 
and hearing, you'll um, tap that and then on your control center, you um, it'll it'll say hearing and then if you open that, I believe it's going to be live listen, which would be, for instance, if you couldn't hear the TV and you put your if you're wearing the AirPods and you put your phone near the TV, you would hear it through your AirPods. Or if you go out to dinner and you're sitting like at a table and there's someone talking mm -hmm. you can't hear, if you yeah. put your phone near them and you have live listen on your AirPods, then <laughs> you could hear hear them. Okay. That way, oh, so it's called live listen. I, I know we're straying, so I'll be I'll I'll wind this up, Chanel. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's um, okay. I, yeah, I'd heard that several iOSs ago, and that's what I was thinking. Maybe AirPods Pro would do for me, but it's yeah. actually your phone that provides the amplification. Right, but you cool. have to be wearing the AirPods. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is I'm Brad. Done with that. Thanks very much. Yeah. Okay, Brad. Yep. Yeah, live listen is what I was describing before. It only cool. works with your phone. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't work, work with on the Mac. Okay. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I came in in the middle of that. No, sorry. that's yeah. great. Thanks. Good to know. All right. Awesome. Uh, trying to remember all these things people talk about, and it's it's yeah. That's why we have the recordings to go back to. Um, who would like to ask our next question? This is Dot. Yes, Dot. Uh, can, uh, could you please tell me how to check the Mac battery health? Like, I never know how to do that. Oh. Like, it, unlike the phone, unlike the phone, I can always check my battery health and, and its capacity and all that. But uh, I never know how to do the checking for MacBook's uh, battery health and then how to keep it uh, live longer. That'll okay. be great. Well, good question. Who would like to um, help Dot or help Dot with that? Well, I know one thing I just uh, went to is I went to my system settings and the dock, and I did our little shortcut menu command, and I went down to battery or type B for battery, and. Um, we can see a number of things there, like it'll give you your usage, and there is an options button. Let's see here. Yeah, I've seen those, but um, I want to know like the capacity, like 89, 90%, 90 some percent. Something. Yeah, so it will like. Um, put charge like mine says charging on hold because you know i think it's trying to preserve my battery life um oh, okay. so it'll let's see here i don't know if anybody else. okay so you have let's see here hmm. i thought there was something in here for battery health like um because mine did get turned on, but oh, optim. So I went to show detail, and there's a checkbox for optimized battery charging. And if oh. you turn that on, if you have space to turn that on, 
you know, to reduce battery aging, your Mac learns from your daily routine. So very similar to the iPhone um, optimized battery charging. So can you can you quickly go to over the steps again? Settings. Yeah. So you go to settings, um, and then you look for battery. And I just yeah. did that with the shortcut menu view Shift M B for battery. Okay. Press Enter. Yeah. Then I found the show detail button. And um, I think I had to tab those. The voiceover navigation was being a bit weird. So I, and then I found the show detail view of space on that. And then, um, oh. and there was a couple of things manage battery charging. You want to turn that switch on. And there's also a manage battery longevity switch. And you turn that on. Oh, okay. That will help. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Does anyone else? I, I was taking silence to kind of indicate that no one else had a comment on this, but um, if you do, then great. This is Myrna. I've done it. Yeah, with, Myrna. Um, just doing control, I'm sorry, um, voiceover and VOM twice. And you get into that little status menu. And if you go along, you'll find battery. And if you can go down and you can find some, you know, some stuff about the battery in there too. That's oh, Yeah. So Definitely. You can access the battery options that way. Okay, from uh, from the status menu. Yep. Okay. I'll try Good that. point, Myrna. <laughs> hmm. All right. Excellent question. Thank you. All right. Um, who would like to ask the next question? Um, Misty has another question. Yeah, Misty, go ahead. And it has to do with batteries also. Um, <clears throat> be, um, as I was um, setting up, it said that my batteries was low. Now, I'm wanting to know, to have it getting low, is it because it's being plugged in while being used or not plugged in being used? That would be not plugged in. Uh, when it's not plugged in, it uses your battery. So when it's plugged in, then it's using the, um, the AC power. So does it make a difference using either one? Um, no, you know, sometimes it's as long as, you know, you're able to plug it in when the battery gets low. And sometimes it's, it's um, I've heard it's good for computers to not always be charged. That's why it has that managed battery health um, that we were talking about. Oh, so it's not good to have it charging all the time. Right. Okay. That's what I wanted to make sure. Does anyone else want to comment on that? This is Brad. Yes, Brad. The Mac is really smart. And it knows when you're plugged into power. And when it gets, when you have that, that optimized battery thing, Chanel was talking about, generally when it gets to about 80%, it stops mm -hmm. charging. And it's running off electricity. So it's not like you're constantly charging the battery, even when it's full. So I don't think it matters. I leave my plugged in all the time mm -hmm. um, when it's sitting there. Sometimes I move it out of the way to do something else where my MacBook Pro is sitting. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't believe it matters these days. 
these things are pretty smart. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree. As long as you have that charging thing on, the optimized, then it'll be fine. Okay, because I was told by one person not to have it charging all the time. And then I was told by another person that it didn't matter. Yeah, as long as you let your Mac manage the battery, and I think by default, it does just manage your battery for you. So, you know, as long as... um. You let that optimized charging be on, then you're good to go, whether it's plugged in or not. Um, just plug in and when the Mac is actually saying the battery is low, and it gives you a warning about that. Okay. Because I did have to reset it, and then it um, brought it up to date. But I um, plugged it in this evening to, to be on this call, because I had a call even before this, but I was wondering, did it? matter each way it went <laughs> yep all right okay thank you yep thank you who would like to ask our next question I see we've had some new people come in. Welcome. You've come throughout this. Um, and, oh. Uh, let's see. Well. You know, this is Brian. May I? Be yeah, Brian. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> This is kind of an interesting one that I, I, I'm going to throw out taking a chance. You all won't get mad at me because I don't know if it's a Mac problem, but I'm sure most of you know the Apple accessibility line that you call sometimes to get help. And depending on the person trained, some of them are, I mean, really good. Some are mm -hmm. not so good, but that's fine. <clears throat> but some are so good, but not one person in the last year or two has, has helped me with this problem. I wonder if any of you have run into it with my MacBook. It is an M1. It's an error. Um, several times you probably, if you've used the service, know that screen sharing is, is a possibility and it's really at times helpful. Uh -huh. Certainly not always necessary, but sometimes if those people can see what you're doing on the screen and you they guide you places, it's very helpful to screen share. Right. You know, Ever since, I think ever since I've had this MacBook here in at least over two years, Apple accessibility has never been able to screen share with me. They've never been able to connect. Oh, and I always tell them that. I say, look, you guys, are you working on this problem, right? And I say, oh, yeah, yeah, we're working on it. In fact, we got it. We This time it's going to connect. So then they send the, the little prompt. If you all have done it, you, there's a prompt and it, you just click on it. I forget the cue, but... You click on it, then they share screen. Nothing comes through. It just, it just like ice is up, and I can't do a thing. I'm just wondering since I don't know if it's a Mac or a, they can't solve it, and I'm very frustrated. I've emailed their, you know, help desk, and nobody can do a thing. I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, how can they not figure out this problem with me? But maybe you all are more merciful, and <laughs> you can understand why they can't. But I, I don't understand it. 
I think, why can't they figure it out with me? So any, any thoughts or same experience or am I being crazy about it? So tell me. Uh, this is Lynn. I have a question. Yes, go ahead, Lynn. Said, so are you saying, <laughs> I yes. just want to understand, make sure I understand what you're saying is that when you are working with Apple Care accessibility and they screen share, you're saying right. that your screen freezes? Uh, only the prompt to to screen share freezes. I can get out of it, alt command tab or whatever I need to do to go back and do other things. But the actual accepting of the uh, screen sharing is is not possible. It just doesn't do it. And they, they try. Uh, I just have a suggestion to go try. Ahead, I'm ready. I sure. Well, I haven't done that because it's worked for me. But if you did, um, if you did. Um, VOI uh, for in, uh, for or item chooser, or item chooser, and then item type, choosing, right? type in the word accept, and then hit enter. It should take you to accept. So okay. tell me, so VOI that's item chooser, right? And then, and then tab over or right arrow or whatever to you type in type in the word that you're looking for. In this case, it's screen share. I think, oh, you, I think they tell you to click on the accept, accept button. button. So I'm looking for accept. I see. Whatever word it is that you're looking for, uh, put it in the item chooser. Okay. So like another um, example. Oh, okay. Sorry. So we're going to let Herbie uh, talk and then we'll go back. Sure. But anyway, um, thank you. I wrote that down. Thanks. Sure. Sure. I'm okay, quiet. A couple, so I, I want a point of clarification here first. Um, when you say you can't accept it, you mean like you, does this mean you've not been able to find the accept button or no, does no. this mean you hit the button, but nothing is happening? No, well, there, there usually isn't an accept button. The prompts go away or that's why it's, it's not always such an easy fix. I don't, I think they don't know what to say because. The, the, okay. So the prompts, so, so it's a prompt then because I've yeah, never done screen share with that. Okay. So two things, I, the other thing, um, there could be several things going on. I don't know if the item chooser is going to help you in this case if the prompt mm -hmm. is not there. Uh -huh. um, several things. One, you might try VOM and see if the prompt shows up there. The other thing I think I would try, though, is VO and then F1 twice. Okay. And see if Good. there's a dialogue in the um, system things there so, that uh, you can... Window chooser, is that what we're doing? It's actually the app chooser. App chooser, app, yeah. App chooser, yeah. F1, VO, F1. Twice. Twice, I got it. VO, F1, twice. F1, VO, and then F1 twice. And I would look to see if there's any dialogues in there. I'm going um, to you can also, if it's a notification, you can also try VOO and see if anything, there's anything to interact with. Um, that okay. is another thing to try. But if Apple Accessibility can't tell you how to even just accept their basic screen share, which is something they are supposedly able to do with a lot of people, right. then I think you've got a different problem with them. And I don't even know if I'd let them work on my computer in the first place if they right. can't even do that right. basic thing. I have one it. other suggestion to... Um, thank you and hear, here because I, I agree with all that. Thank you. Sorry, There's ahead, the ahead, other ahead. thought is sometimes you have to go into an area in system settings called privacy and security. Right. And there is something um, in there like called, uh, there's a category in there 
there's under several privacy categories. called screen yeah. share. And, sc and you, there may be an app. See, they should be able to walk you through right. where exactly right. to go because there may be a switch that you have to toggle on to allow a certain app access to your computer. So um, you're, you're right, using right. Ventura, right? No, he said he's on Monterey. You're no, coming I'm still on Monterey. Yeah. Okay, well, um, it may be in a slightly different spot. And you're breaking up, but, Herbie. I know. Well, Herbie, okay. you guys, Herbie, your wife and somebody else talked me into agreeing to upgrade. So I'm going to be out of Monterey. Brad. Brad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but if you have an, another thought, this is all really good. Great stuff because I'm in totally. Yeah, I mean, there, there's just several things. The screen share, like Chanel suggested, there might also be a thing in like full system access, but there are just several things that you can look into in the privacy as well. And I think Pete had a thought, so yeah. we'll go to okay. Pete. All right. Thanks. And I didn't want to interrupt Herbie's train of thought because that's good stuff. But Brian, I'm wondering, are these, you say this is the accessibility care line. Are they voiceover users? Because it seems well, to me like. You never said, know what I don't know is. if I'd trust them if they don't direct yeah. you in, in voiceover terms. Yeah, yeah. You know, like command tab and then hit your VO space right, right. bar. No, no, Pete, sometimes they are fantastic and they know voiceover and they do really well. Other times, you know, they're they're not. But I think it's a it's a more of a holistic uh, perennial problem, not just the person doing it. I think there's something else here. And you guys have given me a lot. So I'm just going to go from here and, and see if I can figure it out. Thanks. Thank You're you. You're awesome, all. Brian. Thank you. Oh, so good. Excellent question. Okay, so while we have Herbie um, here, so where did you, Herbie, go to turn off the function keys bringing up that character palette? Because one of our participants is wanting to get rid of the, you know, the character palette being constantly brought up. Oh, goodness. You ask me that and I don't. Like, I said, I think it's in, you know, system in settings. It's under and keyboard. Then it's keyboard under keyboard. Shortcuts. I do remember that. Was it under function keys or was it in a different area? Okay, I'm going to switch to my Mac first of all, because this is killing me. Um, but I want to say it was under keyboard and I want to say it was under one of the text options. Okay. And unfortunately, because I don't have the newer Mac, I can't just go look it up and, you know, um, but I believe it was under keyboard and I think there was a text category there, category there that um, had something to do with like the character palette or extra characters or something like that. And it was, it's kind of a little bit buried from what I remember. And yeah. if I was walking through somebody with it live, I could probably have like a eureka moment and go, oh yeah, that was it. But I would look under keyboard and that's where I would start. Herbie, yeah. it's not, and that, that's enough for me because if I can, I can play with that as long as I know yeah. where to go. And yeah, I know what you yeah, said, I, keyboard and there's a, there's a um, couple tabs in there and one of them is text. I know. Yep. Yes. And I believe it's, um, if memory serves correctly, it's under the text one. So that's okay. where I would start. Okay. Yep. That has right. been the bane of my existence. And, and Janelle said, if Herbie were here, and I said, where's Herbie? <laughs> yeah. so if Herbie were here, this, is, yeah, this is Brad. Yes, Brad. Yep. 
I'm thinking under keyboard, there is a button that says shortcuts. And if you go in there, it opens up another window. And in that window is where you can adjust Mac OS, not voiceover, but Mac OS yeah. keyboard commands. Right. And yeah. there is on the left-hand side of that little window that pops up is a categories list. Okay. Okay. Right. And you select a category, you stop interacting with that um, table or, mm-hmm. uh, and then VO right arrow, VO right over a vertical splitter to okay. the, section for this category you have selected and in there now i can't tell you off the top of my head which category it's in but i believe it's in one of those categories yeah i toggle this on or off okay i thought maybe function keys but i have not i i remember once when i looked and i i don't think i saw it there but this is where they moved this is where they moved the checkbox for the changing the behavior right. of your F keys. It used to be a checkbox that was right out there, obvious in the keyboard preferences. But in Ventura, when they rearrange, this is one of the things I was talking about, how they've rearranged stuff in system settings. And, you know, you yeah. have to figure out where they moved it to. Once you figure out how they rearranged the furniture, it's right there. But it's a little frustrating until you figure it out. Um, text replacement is a button alongside shortcuts, so you may have two separate windows it, to explore text else. replacement and shortcuts because they're both two separate categories, but yeah. Correct. Okay, as long as I know kind of where to go, I can play. Yep. Awesome. Well, let us come back next month and let us know how that I went. Where you... Okay, great. Awesome. So who has our next question? You know, I realize we haven't, it's, um, and we, we, we've talked about all the new Apple stuff and, and I think all the other Mac or iBug calls, but it seems like that happened ages ago. Um, but yeah, they are coming out with new Macs, of course. Um, do I remember anything about them? <laughs> No, should have done some research. But um, if you have any questions, we are open for them. This is Shri. This is Pete. Oh, Shri and then Pete. So I've got a question. Um, So I'm waiting for my new computer to get here. And I know that in order, when I set it up, or when I'm setting it up, it needs to have a keyboard and a mouse plugged in. So if you have a magic mouse, how does that work? Or do you have to get a mouse that's wired in order to set up a studio? Ooh. Mm. Does anybody know? I I want to say a computer that does search for Bluetooth. I thought I'd heard that before, that it will search, but I'm not, I can't be absolutely certain on that. Does anybody know? Has anybody set up a Mac Studio or um, even? It's Mary Ellen. Um, yeah, Mary Ellen. I had, I had a, up until a month ago, I had a 20, 
14 Mac Mini that if you didn't turn the trackpad on, it drove you insane with this. You know, we're looking for a Bluetooth device. So I don't know about the mouse. Uh, and also, if I could just make a comment, um, up on YouTube, try looking for more than the Mac. And in there, John Tanneris does a totally marvelous um, demonstration of the new system settings. And I believe in there, he goes into detail about uh, the trackpad and how you can eliminate some of this bumping, you know, that, that sets this thing absolutely wild. Okay, great. Okay. Awesome. More than the Mac, is that what you said? Or is it more with the Mac? Uh, it, it's try more than the Mac, more than the Mac, but I'm not terribly sure, which is why I, Probably shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah, he, I mean, he did... Well, he did this. He and Cliff Miller and Matt Volbrick did some, do these courses. And you can also look on Stir It Up, and that's S-T-U-R... ITUP.com. And it might be, I mean, they'll they'll point you to where to go, but they definitely said to look on YouTube for this. And it's uh, okay. their course and it's item three on there okay. because it, the, the system settings apparently had just come out when they were doing this particular course. And he does a really excellent job of telling you where things have moved and gives you really nice uh, hints as to how to easily open um, items in the system settings. Great. All right. Um, I think, let's see. So, um, I don't know if we, did anybody have any more feedback on Shree's question with the studio and um, what you need to do, you know, if they, if you can just use the, the mouse and keyboard. Um, did anyone have I'm any? I'm sorry, feedback? I missed this question. Uh, Shri, do you mind repeating your question? Yeah, so Brad, um, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for the studio, but when I get the studio, can I do I need to have a physical wired mouse or no, can I Bluetooth use will, Bluetooth will do, but you're going to need to pair it. And so in order because I know it is it doesn't like an iMac, the keyboard and mouse don't come with it. So what you're going to want to do is use the lightning to USB cable. That comes with it. I don't know. I don't know if they're coming with a USB A or USB C lightning to USB cable. Obviously, your Mac Studio has both kinds of ports, but you're going to want to connect your. Uh, I would connect just connect them using that wire, and they'll operate as a wired device. And once you're 
once you're in, it's going to pair them. I don't know how quickly it pairs them, but I would connect them with the wire. But you are going to have to have a pointing device connected. I learned that frustratingly hard way one time setting up my wife's iMac. I said, what do I need a pointing device for? Well, I couldn't get anywhere. I couldn't get to even to the first screen until I connected a mouse or a trackpad. And I don't know what made the light bulb go off in my head, but I just went upstairs and grabbed one of the uh, Logitech um, mouse with a dongle and grabbed a lightning to Thunderbolt adapter and plugged it into a port on the back of the iMac. And all of a sudden it worked. Same thing with Mac mini, same thing with Mac studio. You don't have that problem with a MacBook air or pro because you have a trackpad that's built in. But yes. you must have a pointing device, at least to get through the setup. I don't know if, how far, if you have to have it the entire time. I left it connected through the entire setup process. After that, you could disconnect it and it didn't matter. So you, all you, you don't necessarily need to have a, a wired connection. It could be a Bluetooth dongle will still see it during the installation process. That's what I did. Okay. But you have a trackpad. You told me that you got one. I did, but I was just. But wondering. you're going to return that one. Uh -huh. But any mouse will do, and if you have a Logitech with a dongle, you know you'll need the you'll you'll if it's a U. Well, you have a USB A port on the back of the Mac Studio. Just just plug it in there, and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. No, I was just thinking if I had like the magic mouse, you know how it doesn't work when it's being plugged. It's it's, it's Bluetooth. Okay. Uh, oh no, yeah, but it it has a little port on the bottom of it. And the problem with that is you can't use the mouse with the lightning thing plugged in because right. it's on the bottom. Right, right. That's what I was the wondering. The design thing they did to make it, you know, hidden. Um, so I was wondering if somebody just had that kind of a, a setup where they had the, the magic mouse and a keyboard, how, did, how does it work? It would probably, if you don't even need the mouse, you could probably plug it in with the wire and mm -hmm. plug the other end in, in one of the USB ports, either... C or A, whichever one matches the wire you've got. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that it's present, you don't even have to use it. The, the Mac will figure it out. Mm -hmm. But you got to have a pointing device of some kind or you're not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. And they don't tell you that. Mine wouldn't go anywhere. And I'm calling Ira and have them looking at the screen. What do you see? They see nothing. I rebooted. Nothing. And, and uh, I just thought of this. I need a pointing device, and I plugged it in, and it all worked. And then for the display, do you have to? Are you plugging it into a monitor? Or do you have to have some type of dongle dongle to for it to recognize that the? the don't know, but I don't believe used to be on a Mac Mini. You had to have a um, what they call a um, a head, um, like a, a HDMI to DVI adapter, and you didn't even have to have a monitor plugged in it. The fact that that HDMI um, the DVI adapter was plugged in, made the computer think it had a monitor, but I don't believe that's the case starting with the 2018 Mac mini. So uh, I don't know, but I would, you know, uh, and the one I ran into the problem on obviously was an iMac. So it had a monitor built in. And so when I set up my Mac studio, well, I had a monitor. I just plugged it in and was good to go when I first turned it on.
right. Thank you. So I, I don't know the answer to that one. My guess is I'd plug in a monitor and be safe. Uh-huh. It's probably going to want it. If it wants a, if it wants a pointing device and set up, my instinct says it's going to want a, a, a video device plugged in. And I don't know how you trick it. I just think plug something in and just get it done. All right. Well, we'll see when it gets here. All right. And I think Pete had a question or was going to say something or um, am I right? Yeah, I don't, remember, I just I don't even imagining remember. Things? Thanks. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No problem. All right. Well, we are drawing near the end. Does anyone have any final questions? I do. This is Dot. Yes, Dot. Go ahead. So uh, earlier you talked, you um, gentlemen, ladies, uh, talk about uh, each, I, uh, you know, not iOS, but Mac OS uh, new release changed things around. You know, like uh, talking about the character palette used to be, uh, you know, on the keyboard or now it's on text. Uh, so it, 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 if I am, so I'm not a, as good as Brad, for instance, uh, who can look for things. Uh, will uh, window uh, spotlight search? I mean, not not window, but uh, spotlight search will will uh, take me, you know, to, to help me find some of those function thing that the the, the, the Mac OS change around. Oh, um, if, if you can understand my question, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I'm not sure if Spotlight is going to find very specific settings. Um, can help you find general categories of settings. But um, I think the character palette is just mainly something for newer Mac users. Um, I, so I don't think it's necessarily OS specific, but... I, I don't know. I could be off. This is Herbie. Um, yes, Herbie. So I think what I would use if I was going to use a search function for um, anything in system settings, I would use the built-in search function with um, that comes in there. So like, you know, when you launch it and it says search, you know, and that's an interesting question. If you typed in character palette, would it some, um, oh, it, yeah. it depends on how the actual thing, item is labeled and um I never even thought about trying that. So, so, so you just go in. Uh, so, so this is that. Uh, so you just go into settings and just type general search for any for for just to type want. in what you're looking for, and it might bring okay. it up that way. Oh, yeah, okay. Pete. Yes, Pete. Uh, just dot the uh, the keyboard command to get into system settings is command comma when you're in the finder. I got that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, and then that's I would just browse around. That's a finder. That's a finder. That's, that's a finder. That's not system settings. Yeah. Okay, well then. Brad. Okay, Brad, go ahead. Well, while we've been sitting here, I've been sitting here going through that keyboard shortcuts button, that menu, that window that opens up. And I've just gone through every single category. I don't find it. I don't find it's an op- option to turn it on or off. Thought what it I might do be find, text replacement. What I oh, no, I didn't. That's where you go tell it to, if I type OMG, type out. Right. Oh my God. I thought it, it was in the text category, <laughs> not the actual text replacement. I don't see I it. it. But what I do see is if I go to the edit menu, and I just did it in Finder. And at the very bottom of the edit menu, it says emoji and 
character. I have to go back and look at what it said. Now I interacted and it gives a keyboard command. It's, it's quiet. And then it says E. So it tells me it's pro it's either period E or, or it's a punctuation symbol. So I tried to interact with it and go character by character. And of course it doesn't spell that one for me. So what I need to do is make it read it then do VO shift C copy last spoken for and then go paste it into text edit and see what I get. My get guess is it's period E is probably right. the, the command, yeah. but, I, that, I, I, but there's no way to turn it off. That's, you what, that's when you accident. need a braille display, Brad. Maybe so. Yeah. But no, I just think, but I'm saying there's no way to turn it off. But if you uh, figure out what the command was, and I believe it'll be period E, it will, uh, which is strange. That's a strange uh, keyboard command. Period but e. um, that would uh, tell you what it is. And I think you just have to avoid doing it. And I, if it opens up, if escape doesn't close it, try command W. That should close the little close the window. Little yeah. pal, little yeah, because it'll be a window that opens up. What I try uh -huh. to do sometimes is do like VO um VO F2 and say, okay, is there another window open? And right. Window it's probably going to be a system dialogue, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's but yeah. you could also VO command FN left arrow, and that'll take you to the far upper left corner of the entire window where the close button is. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that'll do it too. Well, next oh, month Herbie. I will tell you, I will, I will work on this. If awesome. Okay. And before then, Herbie, go ahead. So yeah, it wasn't text replacement. I do know that. Um, that is its own thing. I think it was like, there was a text and category in the keyboard. Unfortunately, like I said, and there was, I, I'd see it if I had it in front of me. Unfortunately, I'm at a disadvantage there. So, um, but it was there was a way to turn it off, and it did go away when I enabled that. Uh, whenever whatever I did, so um, so I, I would I would look around in the keyboard settings for sure. But I think yeah. it is there, and like I said, I'm at a disadvantage because I can't. Uh, um, this is Brad. I, yep. I just looked at it again and it's not telling me, but it says cap E that tells me you, that the shift key is involved. So it could, it's some could be comma shift E. I don't know. Period. It's oh, something text like that. Input. Sorry. It's I'm just, text, is, was that it? It, says, it says emoji it and be. symbols is what it says. Probably that's it. Yeah. You think it wouldn't be well, an FN, would it? Would it be FN maybe? Yeah, because I think, I think so. it's people are toggling it when they press the FN key and something. And I think that's really how it they're. Be, and what they call that now is, is the globe, globe symbol with meridian. Which well, is still yes. the FN key. That's it's why I struggled to find it because What's of meridian? that weird name. I was thinking of it it's as a the globe. Meridians key. are lines of longitude. So it yeah. makes it look like a globe. Oh, so we are going to have to put a halt on this one and be kept in suspense until next Guess month. We're getting into meridians. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, well, go go around the globe and and then come back and uh, there you go. We'll we'll see you next month, um, the fourth Tuesday. Days. I in don't remember days. what. No? What? <laughs> no, in 
instead of in 80 days in 30 days yeah around that's the world. True. yeah around days. the yep yeah. around the world and, and the mac world in 30 days so <laughs> um we will talk that's to you later shortcut. thanks everyone for being here Thank you chanel bye